Time for some foul thoughts. What you think, man? Foul thoughts. I just, a lot of the thoughts that go through my mind are foul. They're related to foul. And I don't mean F-O-U-L. I'm talking F-O-W-L, waterfowl. Ducks and geese and blinds and hunting and black coffee and wet dogs and campfires and scouting and butchering and processing and cooking and grilling and identifying and conservation and egg salvage and advocacy and hunter rights, shooter rights and nesting and broods and habitat and farming for wildlife and farming for ducks and geese and how farmers and hunters and conservationists all tie in together and what it means and how humbling it is to be an American waterfowl hunter, Canadian waterfowl hunter. And Foul Thoughts is brought to you by Safari Club International. They're fighting for all hunters. They're first for all hunters. They have all of us on the front of their frontal lobe, their brain in Washington, D.C., all of our states, different chapters, banquets, national conventions on Capitol Hill, working with legislature, assemblymen, congressmen, governors, mayors, people that see the same vision, believe in the same lifestyle. They're protecting us. They're fighting for our rights, not just our rights currently, but for several generations to come. Could you imagine if your kids or their kids or their kids didn't get to hunt? What a shame that would be. And that's what Safari Club's doing. They are fighting for all hunters. And a lot of people think it's just big, dangerous game in Africa, Plains game, going to South Africa or Tanzania or some of of the countries in Africa that offer hunting, that keep the economy alive over there. Can you believe the bill that they tried to pass in California that you couldn't bring African game across state lines for taxidermy? Or for other reasons, once you were in Africa and you hunted and then tried to bring your trophies back, do they not understand what's going on in Africa and how much revenue is created from the American hunter, the New Zealand hunter, the Australian hunter, Canadian hunter, hunters from all over the world that flock to South Africa to hunt? And that money goes to those tribes. It goes to those locals, local economies. And it goes like another initiative that Safari Club fights on is against poachers over there that are taking elephants and lions illegally. In India, the tigers are being harvested illegally by stupid-ass poachers that maybe they don't know any other means. But this advocacy and this fight that is up right now that's being battled upon right now on the battlegrounds with Safari Club and other conservation organizations – such as California waterfowl on different topics in the States and in the Western part of the States that all go eastward. Safari club is fighting to stop that poaching in Africa. They're fighting for hunters rights to educate people on what hunters bring to the table. So part of the foul thoughts is bigger than just a duck or a goose or pulling that trigger on your Benelli and unleashing that black cloud as you look down your light pipe technology by Hi-Viz on that Rob Roberts choke tube combination. See how I threw in some of those partners? Why well, we couldn't do, I couldn't do what I get to do or our team gets to do without the support of Benelli and Federal Premium Black Cloud and Rob Roberts Custom Gunworks and Hi-Viz light pipe technology sites. The reason I mention them is because they believe in this culture. Not only do they develop and manufacture some of the best products that make it 
awesome to be a hunter and make it easier for us to go out and pursue game and give us the advantage because we are the top of the food chain. We're human. So the Italians are developing the best shotguns in the world and federal is building the best ammo and Phil Howe and the team up at high are building the best sites and Rob Roberts in Arkansas. Nobody can compete with his efforts as a gunsmith and his choke tube and his shooting systems and his coding ability. The man is a mad scientist. So that's why I mentioned him. So when we're pulling that trigger and seeing birds fall, we have to keep in mind that there's a lot more going on out there. And you might be 18, you might be 21, 25. We've all been there. I'm 45 now. I ain't afraid to admit it. <clears throat> I've put a lot of good times and fun times and traveling a lot of miles on the planes, the trains, and the automobiles, the UTVs, the ATVs. And don't forget a John boat with a line out, like Justin Moore says in Why We Drink, his ninth number one in a row. Um, I'm thinking about all of those things that I've got to do, everything that I've got to experience, I'm humbled by it. I, I don't look at it as raw, raw, look at me, but I would be crazy to think that I would be able to do what I do without the support of our partners and conservation agencies and lawmaking agencies like Safari Club International. Without Safari Club, I'm telling you, it's not this easy. It's not waking up with the freedoms that we have. Thank you. And thanks to our military and our armed forces, all the branches, <clears throat> but think about it. We need to be humbled by this. This is not entitlement. This is a privilege. And I'm thinking now <clears throat> with COVID, I just said COVID as I'm like trying to clear my throat. No COVID here. Hope never get it, but we might. We're all supposed to get it. Stay safe out there, America and the world. Um, with COVID, I'm thinking, look how easy things can be taken away. We don't get to go to Canada. How did we take that for granted? We always did. Well, think about if hunting was outlawed. Think about if somebody like Newsom in California gets his way. Think about this, guys and girls. If they got their way, we're smoked. They, they chip away a little by little by little with that little chisel and they just keep hammering on it. And like Scott Mueller at California Waterfowl says, the Band-Aids, a thousand cuts. If we keep getting cut thousands of times, pretty soon we're going to get part of our this body of hunting amputated. So we got to have the fight going on. We got to be a part of it. Become a member of SCI. Join one of your local chapters. Understand what Safari Club is doing. And back to what I was saying about Africa, it's not just about going over there and chasing a zebra or a leopard or planes game or the dangerous five. It's about the duck hunter, the squirrel hunter, the turkey hunter, the whitetail hunter, mule deer, blacktail, coos deer. I don't care if you elk or sheep, any of the big sheep, moose. It doesn't matter if it's just one of the turkeys in the continental United States or Mexico. It doesn't matter if it's alligators in Florida or, or Louisiana. It doesn't matter. They're fighting for all of our rights because if they outlaw something as simple as bear hunting with hounds in California, what's next? What do you think is going to happen next? They're going to try to come after you in Arizona for javelinas and bears. Then they're going to come after you in Nevada for cougars with hounds and, and mountain lions, if you call them that, or a cougar. It's not taking it for granted. We can't wake up and go, man, our military is so strong and they afford us all of these rights and these freedoms. And take that for granted. We can't do it. We can't take for granted that we have <clears throat> this privilege of hunting and fishing and the outdoors and all this public land to hunt on 
and to drive our four-wheelers and ride on our motorcycles on, get in a boat and fish one of the Great Lakes of Minnesota or California or Michigan. It's not something that all the world gets to experience. And that's, excuse me why I take a little tiny, just a tiny sip of my Jacques Daniels. Um, I don't take it for granted. And that's the thoughts that are going through my head is, is I see us scrambling right now because we usually get to go up and work for 20 days or so in Canada. And now we're not allowed. The borders are closed. We're not allowed to cross that line, that boundary. And we, it's a no brainer every year. Come August, we're packing the trailer. Come September, we're getting, we're freaking sweating. We're like, we're chomping at the bit, right? Some of us even go up there in September. A lot of Americans do. We usually go in October, just see more of that green, but we're, we're highly considering a September trip in 2021. So I just wanted to get it across that our, our freedoms and our rights and our abilities to be an American hunter. And like I said, all of the travels that I've had, all of the people that I've got to meet, you go from state to state, from camp to camp. You're like, oh yeah, just another duck camp. Oh yeah, flooded timber. Oh yeah, the Missouri River, Mississippi River, Snake River, Columbia River. Oh, it's the Butte Sink of California. Oh, it's a cornfield in Kansas. Oh, it's a pea field in Saskatchewan. Think about all of the opportunity out there that could be gone if we didn't have Safari Club International and these other conservation agencies fighting for us daily behind the scenes, become a member, have pride in it, have passion in it, slap that decal on your truck, slap that bigger decal on your decoy trailer, slap one on your boat motor, slap one on your hard hat if you're one of the badass Americans working construction every day, slap one on your lunchbox, nine to fivers, teachers, janitors, I don't care who you are, we're all in this together, we all have that common denominator of hunting. 10% of our country hunts, like Jackie Bushman said, 10% of, <clears throat> of America's antis and 80%, they don't know. We have a chance to educate these people before they go to the ballots and throw their vote in there. We have to understand what our leadership is and who's working for our culture, our lifestyle, our rights, our family's rights, our beliefs, our passion, our livelihood, our revenue streams. We deserve to make a living in this country. Hunters do way freaking more for wildlife than any anti or PETA or anybody else that flies that flag of saying that I don't think that hunting should be allowed. Then figure it out. Either be a vegetarian, a vegan, but you better understand that even those vegetables come at a cost and there's a lot of animals that die to get your organic vegetables. And I understand you're going to say they're grown in a farm and they're grown in a little box under a greenhouse. And I'm telling you, everything comes with a cost. So don't believe it for a minute that animals aren't being perished for your vegetables or your vegan lifestyle. Please understand that hunters are the elbow grease and the sweat equity that keeps driving wildlife populations, that keeps driving conservation efforts and habitat management, farming for wildlife. I don't know how many hours I saw just in the last week on a huge environmental issue up in Oregon, California border, Northern California, Southern Oregon border that affected shorebirds and ducks and geese and all kinds of wildlife in that area. And we will be talking more on that soon. It's starting to leak out a little bit, but we will be bringing it all to you soon. It was amazing. I'm talking tears in my eyes, tears in Congressman LaMalfa's eyes from California, volunteers everywhere 
helping and working for wildlife. Yes, do we shoot them come fall and take a few out of the ecosystem? You're damn right we do, and we're proud of it. And then we eat the sons of bitches because we love them. We love to eat wild animals. Absolutely love them. And I can't stand that think that these that people take it for granted that this could be here forever because I've seen it with with this this environmental issue we just faced where I just told you about in Oregon California border with COVID I'm seeing our rights taken away you couldn't hunt turkeys as a non-resident in Kentucky last year nor in Nebraska several other states what if that happens this year what if Arkansas has an outbreak or an uprising in COVID cases and they say you can't come to the flooded timber or the Grand Prairie you can't go visit Max and Stuttgart how many people are going to be affected by that not just the stores, the restaurants, the hotel, the tourism, the revenue generated from hunters' hard-earned dollars in the state of Arkansas, but in all those outfitters, all those duck pickers, everybody's affected. Then you can't go hunt your dream of hunting in the flooded timber of Arkansas and, and experiencing the, the duck capital of the world. It can happen. It just did in the spring turkey, and everybody's like, oh, it won't last into the fall. Canada borders just closed no bear hunts no moose hunts no caribou hunts no whitetail hunts no mule deer hunts you know what else no duck hunts no fishing no goose hunts no good times on the prairies of alberta and saskatchewan and manitoba and ontario and the other provinces up there no meetings no beers no whiskeys drank no combines driven by me and my friends up there at buck paradise or take them outfitters all the experiences up there you've seen them on our tv show the foul life you've seen them we've lived it we love it we don't take it for granted but now i'm sitting here going what if where's the end is it going to happen with the election i don't know we hope so but what if these are just some thoughts that are going through my head right now that we can all be a part of? We've got to fight the good fight. Michael Waddell talks about it all the time. We're hunters. This is our God-given right, okay? But it's a privilege. It's not written into our Declaration of Independence. It's a God-given right. And it can be taken away, but we're going to be damned if we're just going to allow it. And that's what Safari Club International is doing. That's what Bone Collector stands for. That's what the Foul Life and the Outdoor Channel and the Sportsman's Channel and the Outdoor Sportsman's Group and Wild Fowl Magazine and Gun Dog Magazine, everybody that we affiliate ourselves with, our partners, our sponsors, our friends, our family, we eat wild game. We celebrate wild game. But it if we're not hunting them or eating them, we're working for them through programs like California Waterfowl Egg, Egg Salvage Program that we've documented and highlighted on episodes of The Fowl Life. Look it up. Co contact us. Info at thefowllife.com and we'll send you photos and videos, uh, excerpts of what happens with the egg salvage and how many ducks are being saved in the Pacific Flyway and incubated and hatched and raised. And then you know what? release back into the public after they get a band on them so they can get the not get the intel and details that they need if that duck is ever harvested where did they land i don't know they've harvested ducks that were banded in california and several states all over the country so think about that when you're going to your duck hunt to the boat ramp to load up your decoys and put your dog in the kennel think about what else can be being done to help secure this lifestyle for many generations to come because life's fast y'all we're here we're gone yesterday i was 20 now i'm 45 can't stop the clock you ain't slowing down the hands of time i promise you if you're 18 right now thinking ah it can't happen to me ah uh, we're gonna be able to hunt when i'm 45 think again buddy think again 
I promise you, I'm not saying it's going to be gone. I'm just saying that without the help of Safari Club International and what they're doing on a daily basis, it stands a chance. So let's all think about this. These are foul thoughts with yours truly, Chad Belding, brought to you by Safari Club International. Think about what I just said. It's not a soapbox. I'm not sitting here going, you better stop messing with hunters because we're coming after you and we're going to go riot in your cities and we got all the guns and we're ready for this. I'm not saying that. I'm simply saying, let's get involved. It's more than that trigger pull. It's more than that trip to dump, duck camp. If you love all that, if you enjoy all that, if you cherish all that, then let's make sure that we have the mindset the focus, the outlook, the mental aptitude to say, I'm going to become a part of it right now. You're 20 years old. Make that decision. Don't wait. Mature a little bit sooner than I did. Make sure that it's not about all just the limits and the piles and the smiles make piles and all these hashtags and instant gratification on social media. Respect the resource. Have compassion for the animals you're pursuing. Don't highlight a snare trap or an animal suffering or getting his head blown off because you shoot a Benelli with a high-powered federal premium black cloud TSS. Don't We don't need to show that. We don't need that out there. Respect it, cherish it, have compassion for it. I'm not saying don't kill them, don't shoot them in the face. I'm saying we don't need to show the bloodbath and what can happen with these high-speed cameras that can record everything in super slow motion to give people, hey, look at what these hunters are posting. I'm not saying it's not your right. And I'm not saying not to be proud that we can go out there and use our skill set sets as providers and outdoorsmen and hunters and gatherers and get the birds close, get the turkey close, get the deer close, bugle in an elk, call in a moose with a big boat paddle like Jim Shockey does. We just don't have to show anything suffering or a bloodbath out there. Think about who you're editing your videos for. Like my good buddy, Jackie Bushman said, edit them for the hunter and edit them for the, the anti. That doesn't mean that you're giving into them. We just, are showing compassion and respect to the animal. We don't need to throw dead animals through the air and they land in the back of the truck. They just went through absolute hell getting smoked by a broadhead or a 12 gauge with, with, you know, with a TSS BB going down range or a 270 short mag bullet from federal premium going through an antelope. They just went through it. They died ethically. That's what hunting is. But we don't have to show their tongue hanging out and the blood running down and slow motion heads being blown off. I know we're going to show kill shots, but there's a right way to do it. Believe me. And we've learned that through working relentlessly in outdoor TV and trying to be better than we were yesterday. So it's foul thoughts. This was one of those thoughts that I'm thinking about ducks and geese all the time. We even say we merely exist in a duck's world and merely exist in the goose's world and they're their foot, their little web foot, their pretty little feet with those phalange toes with the toenails holding our globe and they manipulate our every move. And that's what's going through my mind all the time. Every day I'm driving around, if I'm not singing a Guns N' Roses song or trying to freestyle rap like the great Eminem, I know that Eminem doesn't have the same political views as I do, probably. I know that he's a trash talker to everything, but I still think he's a mad talent, genius, I think. But I'm thinking about this all the time. 
what can we do? How can we help more? Being around guys like Rocky Merlo and the California Waterfowl Association, they're all life members of Safari Club International. Being around them more and learning more about what's important. How do we give back? Are we going to be here tomorrow? I think we're seeing it right now, ladies and gentlemen. It can be gone in a snap of your fingers if you know how to snap. Okay. Some people don't know how to snap. My nine-year-old daughter, she gets so frustrated. She's like, daddy, stop. My dog Axel just stood up when I snapped. Hi, Axel. Say hello. Hello. Axel's the man. Y'all need to look into our breeding program we got going on right now at thefowllife.com. Duck dogs. We've got new episodes of the Yukonuba Duck Dog series coming soon. But this series, the Fowl Life podcast, Fowl Thoughts with Chad Building, presented by Safari Club International, is just me driving down the street and what's going through this little thing that's between my ears. And it is little, believe me. It's not too stout. It's called my brain. I don't know how much more miles it's got on it because I've pressed it hard in 45 years. Might have stressed it out at times, but that's not the point. The point is, is that I still have foul thoughts and I'm trying to think bigger than I thought yesterday, bigger than I thought a week ago, and for sure bigger than I thought a year ago, five years ago, a decade ago, because it goes by fast and we got to act now. Get involved. Become a member of Safari Club International. Become a member of California Waterfowl. I don't care if you live in Kansas or Florida. 35 bucks a year. Put that decal on your truck and understand that everything that comes your way politically, advocacy-wise, everything that's on Capitol Hill in Sacramento, California, the, the, the capital of the state of California, know that it's going to come your way. It starts out here by weirdos like Governor Newsom that will keep pressing this stuff and it's going to go eastward and we have to fight it and we have to get involved so become a member i don't care if it's pheasants forever quail unlimited ducks unlimited delta waterfowl nwtf which stands for national wild turkey federation i don't care if it's uh, the rocky mountain elk foundation the wild sheep foundation federal uh, the finaz and the federation for north american wild sheep there's so many of them out there join them all it's a little bit of an investment. You can save a few bucks. Don't buy a breakfast pizza at Casey's tomorrow. Stay away from the B&G in Arkansas. Okay, that's code for biscuits and gravy. Save a few bucks on those meals. Burn a few more calories. Maybe lose a few LBs like I need to do. Get rid of that little belly, which it, at the end of every summer, I start to get more of it because I had so much fun. But now it's time to really hamper down and get ready for the season. These are foul thoughts. Think about it. Become a member of Safari Club International. We are teamed up with them because we have a mission with them. We want to be a strong ambassador, a good voice, and fly their flag with the utmost respect. Thank you to everybody at Safari Club International. This has been an episode of Foul Thoughts, part of the Foul Life podcast. We're so proud to bring it to you. We're going to keep at it. Hope you all enjoy it. Write to us again at info at thefowllife.com. And hopefully these short little segments just help you get through the day. You can listen to them as many times as you want. You might write in and say, Belding, you're an idiot for the way you talk. You talk too fast. Or you might say, you have a very pleasing voice. I fall asleep to you at night. Or that means I'm boring is all get out and I make you pass out. But either way. Listen to them. Tell your friends about them. Thank you for all the downloads. Thank you for subscribing. Leave us a rating. Leave us a review if you want. If not, I ain't worried about it because I really know what's going on out there and I know what those ratings and reviews mean and I know who's listening and who's not listening, kind of like Santa Claus. Appreciate y'all. Foul Thoughts with Chad Belling, part of the Foul Life podcast. Can't wait to bring you another one. Peace out. <laughs>